0: Welcome back to the podcast to be named later. I'm Alex Stone, And last week I I promised that we were going to get some good guests on the show. And you know what? We we got a really, really, really good guest to lead that off. Uh, Joining me over the phone, four-time batting champion, Pittsburgh Pirate World Series winner, Bill Madlock, Mr. Madlock. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: All right, it's a pleasure being
0: on there. I I, wanted, we're, I obviously have a lot of questions I want to ask about that 79 team, um, but I guess just for a little bit of a more somber note to start, I initially reached out to you because I was trying to find some stories about Grant Jackson, who won that Game 7 and was an integral part to that World Series team. I, I guess I will just leave it off open up the floor to you if you have any good Grant Jackson stories.
1: Well, not a good uh, Grant Jackson uh, story, but the uh, only thing I know, he was a great human being and he's one of the few pirates that I kept in contact. I had talked to him uh, a few days before he died and I tried to call him and I didn't get any answer. I was wondering what had happened, uh, but uh, he was a great guy, he was fun to be around and he was a great teammate
0: looking back on that team like you could see okay he was you know a big left-handed reliever on there but everyone knows that 79 Pirates team was was more than you know the sum of their parts and just what their roles was what was he for that uh, team he was our,
1: he was our, our lefty he kept the uh the guys in the bullpen uh, uh loose uh, he didn't let them get too high or too low you know in any situation because he was a veteran he's been around a, a long time and um, he was all, always out there
0: having fun, you know, and and I liked, I loved having him as a teammate. Mm-hmm. You brought up how he was one of the guys from the '79 team. I, that was something I was always curious about, like how much I, you obviously played for more than a couple teams in your playing career. But that was the special team. That was the World Series winner. How much contact does everyone have in have with everybody? Like I know you guys. I,
1: you know, you know, very seldom you, you you kept you keep in uh contact with uh, uh your teammates, you know, such long ago. Like I said, uh, with Grant, uh I talked to him uh, often, you know, like I say, he probably he was the only, <laughs> only one I kept in contact with him, you know. Uh but um you know, you just don't keep in time contact with a lot of them. You know, when you go to uh, autograph shows uh, and you go to, uh, you know, reunions. I, you know, I live in Las Vegas and I see Mike Easler every once in a while. But, you know, for us, the other guys, no, I don't keep in time to contact with them.
0: That 79 team is famous for being the family team. Um, you were, you came in mid-season for that group. Like, we hear so many stories about how that team, you know, they they finished in second in the division a couple of years beforehand. A lot of that group was still together. You were the guy who was coming into it midseason. So I, I, I'm curious, whenever you walk into that clubhouse, like, what were your first impressions of that group?
1: Well, I already knew all of them. I used to always come into uh... – with William for us. Uh if you remember, you used to have a bowling tournament for sickle cell anemia, and I, and I knew most of the guys. So, most of the guys on the team was, uh, uh friends, or I was acquainted with it, not just on the field, off the field. So, it wasn't uh, like I didn't know anybody. It was just as uh, you're going from a last place team to a team potentially a winning their division and winning the World Series.
0: And that's something you had not had, really, in your no. career up to that point? No. How was that dynamic for you? Just well, was it any extra know, pressure you know,
1: or? or? No, it's never. You know, it's pressure is staying in the big leagues. You know, but you know, after mm-hmm. you get to the, you know, playoff and stuff, that's when the pressure starts. You know, right there. You know, we beat Cincinnati, then we uh, went on to the World Series. So it, it, it was fun. You know, it's fun being playing in, in October and not at home or or playing golf.
0: <laughs> you know, every. I'm a, this was a little before my time, but every single person said you guys were down 3-1 in that series and there wasn't a doubt in the clubhouse that you guys were going to rattle off those last three wins. Well,
1: hey, you can always say that now, but it probably was <laughs> down in the clubhouse, you know. It's easy to say that now, but, you know, when you're down 3-1, to uh, uh, you, you know, it's a tough way to come back. But what we did, you know, and... and and we just felt, you know, during that course of the first uh, four games, we didn't play our best baseball. And we just started relaxing and then playing like we know we could, and we ended up winning uh, uh, the series.
0: You hung around in Pittsburgh a couple years after that. And I, I, I'm going to talk about 1981 in particular in a little bit because it's kind of an interesting year compared to where baseball was right now. But how did that team – after Family. We we talk about Family, but we really don't go into the 80s because a lot of that group stayed the same for a while, but they weren't able to recapture that magic.
1: Well, you know, because the magic was, uh, you know, Star Joe. <laughs> and, you yeah. know, like say, you know, he was on the down part of his year. You know, it's... Uh, You know, it's tough to do. It's tough to repeat. Uh, uh, You don't see see it too often. You know, maybe this year with the Dodgers, what the staff they got, or, you know, Oakland way back when, but it's tough to win uh, back-to-back championships.
0: Yep. Dodgers going to be very interesting to watch this year. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We've got much more Bill Matlock coming up right after. So I brought up the 1981 season, which you won a batting title for, and 2020 season was, the word everyone's tired of using is unprecedented, but it was, because there was that long break in the middle of the season, and 1981 is really the only time, other time in baseball history, where there was a couple-month break in the middle of the year, and then well, the season
1: restarted. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, last year was more than a couple, a couple of months. I mean, yes. it, was, it was four
0: months. Yeah, so yes. that's a big It's a lot right harder, there. but if it's the closest thing that we have to to work off of that. And that year, you won the batting title. And I looked it up. You batted three twenty six in the first half of the season, and then three fifty five in the second half. Like, didn't miss a beat. Got stronger as the year went on. What do you remember from that year, and, and and during that layoff, you know, just to stay ready as a player? Well, I really remember
1: nothing about that, you know, because you know that was a tough that, yeah. that was a tough time. You know, whenever you go on a strike, you put uh, that's that's just a tough situation to be in. You know, eighty one, eighty three. I hardly can remember what happened yesterday, but uh, <laughs> but but you know, for uh, not playing, you know, like gee, it's something that you've been doing all your life, playing that time of year, and all of a sudden you're not playing. And uh, I think we started back with the All-Star game that year. And uh, and, and that was, it was always fun to get back playing what you, you know, doing what you used to doing for so many years during the summer.
0: Did you remember doing – well, here we go with what you said about yesterday, that joke. But do you remember doing anything differently that offseason to try to make up for, you know, that missed time? Or was it just, you know, you were able to play from <laughs> – you know, April to September—that still counts as a oh, full year. Do you remember?
1: Well, I, I think the main thing you got to do, you know, just like the—I don't—I don't think some of the guys did uh, uh, last year. Uh, they wasn't ready to play when they came back, and uh, and I think what we did, we—you uh, know—as a team, uh, we stayed together and we and we got ready to for the season to start and and I, whenever it's going to start, because last year and a lot of people i don't think, think thought they was going to play and that's why you had so many down years in baseball player you know baseball players and you see the owners taking advantage of that situation of the money that they offering the players now so i guess that probably won't never happen again if they don't play they're going to be ready to play when they come back
0: yeah that was an ugly situation and as morbid as it is it looks like there might actually be another strike you know this after this collective bargaining agreement comes through not to ask just strictly about the strike part of the aspect of it but just how the game has evolved in, in general since the 70s and 80s are are you one of those guys who likes the way that it's gone or do you long a little bit more for that type of old school baseball well I, I, it's tough to watch now you know because uh,
1: it's such a slow moving game you know it's uh the strikeouts and the home runs—it seems like every batter is three and two. Uh, uh, There's no really no action in the game. You know, so I look at some of the players' stats, sixty to seventy percent of the time you don't even need a fielder to either strike out, walk, or hit a home run. So it's, it's not to me—it's not as exciting as, as it used to be. You know, the guys are bigger and stronger, the pitch is throw so harder, but uh, you know, for us watching the game, uh, I really don't get into it like I used to.
0: Let's just say it, there's the old Ty Cobb quote, you know, like, what would you hit today? Oh, I'd hit 250 because I'm 75 years old. If, if you were 25 years old, if you were starting your career right now, how do you think your career would have played out in the major leagues right now? Would you? I would have
1: still... ma- made a lot more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah you, you never could tell. You know, you can't. Uh, the players are great then, they're great now. Uh, um, but like I said, we made, we took pride on putting the ball in play. We didn't, we didn't want to strike out. And now they don't really care if they strike out. So I don't know, you know, what the analytics. I don't, you know, they make it sound like hitting 300 is nothing uh, now, or winning 20 games is nothing this year. I, I think the analytics is really taking over the game. So the way you look at the game, where you look at the players, uh, is completely different. And some of the rules for me don't make any sense.
0: Right now you're doing, you have a baseball hitting facility in Las Vegas. Uh, yes. Uh, how long yes, have you been we, doing that? We, oh, I've
1: been doing that ever since I, Yeah, I've been doing that, you know, something like that for forever. We, uh, at Vegas, Madness Box, uh, out in, in Las Vegas, we've been, uh, we've been uh, doing it forever. Every, almost since I got out, I've been doing some type, you know, I coached, you know, in the big leagues. I coached and, uh uh, Taiwan, you know Panama and places like that. But when I've been in the United States, I've been uh, basically a private hidden instructor.
0: What was your favorite place to quote to coach? I mean, if you're going to Taiwan and Panama, a couple of nice beaches. <laughs> well,
1: I, well I, I was in uh, Detroit the first uh, uh, couple of years. They was in America, and that was a good place.
0: That was an interesting team. I remember yeah. that. Um. What what do you teach that you think guys don't do enough? Is it really, you know, the the try to make contact? You're not going to get a hit if you strike out type of mentality? Oh,
1: well, you know, you got to... Work with the individuals, see see yeah. how they go. I think that's what they try to do, and I see now they want everybody to be able, uh, you know to be the same, and you and you can't do that because you know some people going to be a home run hitter, some people uh, going to be a singles hitter, and I think everybody want to be a home run hitter now. And, and with all this and how they teach and how they talk, they want everybody to hit the ball bar, ball ball the ball out of the ballpark.
0: Do you have any favorite players who are playing right now?
1: i'm uh, not not like say I don't follow it like I I used to. You know, like say uh, you know I know uh, Bryce Harper is one of my one of my favorites because I know him. You know him and Chris Bryant they live out here, so you know you, you follow the local local players that, that way.
0: Did you get to know him at all? Whenever they were still in high yeah. school,
1: yeah, uh, I, I I got to know him. Yeah. Huh?
0: Hey, how how did that? go? I mean, I know they were both from Las Vegas.
1: Yeah, they're, they're both, they both—they still live here, you know. Got a lot of players uh, still who uh, play in the big leagues live in Las Vegas now for whatever reason they like the weather and everything else.
0: Yeah, it's not—it's not too bad. It gets a little dry. It gets a little dry, but I'm saying this as I'm looking at it, about four inches of snow here in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I'm sure you don't miss that part of Pittsburgh. No, no, no. <laughs> Well, Mr. Madlock, thank you so much for your time, sir.
1: Uh, no problem. You know, I hope uh, the Pirates get back on track. You know, they've been going through some lean years and uh, look like they a few more lean years to go. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I just hope they get it straight. Okay, thank you. You have a good one, okay?
0: You too, sir. And thank you to listening to the podcast to be named later. Be sure to subscribe to DK Sports Radio to get all the great podcast shows we have on here, including... Saturday's prospect show that I have with Jerry Pruger. We're going to start looking at the best prospects in the Pirates minor league system to get through those lean years, as <laughs> Mr. Badlock put it. Thank you for listening. We'll talk again next week.